You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. March 8th, Joshua chapters 5, 6, 7, and 8. When all the kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan westward, and all the kings of the Canaanites who were by the sea, heard how Yahweh had dried up the waters of the Jordan from before the children of Israel until we had crossed over. Their heart melted, and there was no more spirit in them because of the children of Israel. At that time, Yahweh said to Joshua, Make flint knives and circumcise again the sons of Israel the second time. Joshua made himself flint knives and circumcised the sons of Israel at the hill of the foreskins. This is the reason Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt, who were males, even all the men of war, died in the wilderness along the way, after they came out of Egypt. For all the people who came out were circumcised, but all the people who were born in the wilderness along the way, as they came out of Egypt, had not been circumcised. For the children of Israel walked forty years in the wilderness until all the nation, even the men of war who came out of Egypt, were consumed because they didn't listen to Yahweh's voice. Yahweh swore to them that he wouldn't let them see the land which Yahweh swore to their fathers that he would give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Their children, whom he raised up in their place, were circumcised by Joshua, for they were uncircumcised because they had not circumcised them on the way. When they were done circumcising the whole nation, they stayed in their places in the camp until they were healed. Yahweh said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Therefore the name of that place was called Gilgal to this day. The children of Israel encamped in Gilgal. They kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the month at evening in the plains of Jericho. They ate unleavened cakes and parched grain of the produce of the land on the next day after the Passover in the same day. The manna ceased on the next day after they had eaten of the produce of the land. The children of Israel didn't have manna anymore, but they ate of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood in front of him with his sword drawn in his hand. Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our enemies? He said, No, but I have come now as commander of Yahweh's army. Joshua fell on his face to the earth, worshipped, and asked him, What does my Lord say to his servant? The prince of Yahweh's army said to Joshua, Take off your sandals, for the place on which you stand is holy. Joshua did so. Joshua chapter 6. Now, Jericho was tightly shut up because of the children of Israel. No one went in, and no no one went out, and no one came in. Yahweh said to Joshua, Behold, I have given Jericho into your hand, with its king and the mighty men of valor. All of your men of war shall march around the city, Going around the city once, you shall do this six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall be that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and then the city wall will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man straight in front of him. Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before Yahweh's Ark. 
They said to the people, Advance, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before Yahweh's ark. It was so. Then when Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests, bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns, before Yahweh advanced and blew the trumpets, and the ark of Yahweh's covenant followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets, and the arks went after them. The trumpets sounded as they went. Joshua commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout, nor let your voice be heard. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I tell you to shout. Then you shall shout. So he caused Yahweh's ark to go around the city, circling at once. Then they came into the camp and stayed in the camp. Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up Yahweh's ark. The seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns in front of Yahweh's ark went on continually and blew the trumpets. The armed men went in front of them. The rear guard came after Yahweh's ark. The trumpets sounded as they went. The second day, they marched around the city once and returned into the camp. They did this six days. On the seventh day, they rose early at the dawning of the day and marched around the city in the same way seven times. On this day only, they marched around the city seven times. At the seventh time, when the priests blew the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout, for Yahweh has given you the city. The city shall be devoted, even it and all that is in it, to Yahweh. Only Rahab the prostitute shall live, she and all who were with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. But as for you, only keep yourselves from what is devoted to destruction, lest, when you have devoted it, You take of the devoted thing, so you would make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. But all the silver, gold, and vessels of bronze and iron are holy to Yahweh. They shall come into Yahweh's treasury. So the people shouted, and the priests blew the trumpets. When the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted with a great shout, and the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight in front of him, and they took the city. They utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, both young and old, and ox, sheep, and donkey, with the edge of the sword. Joshua said to the two men who spied out the land, Go into the prostitute's house and bring the woman and all that she has out from there, as you swore to her. The young men who were spies went in and brought out Rahab with her father, her mother, her brothers, and all that she had. They also brought out all her relatives, and they set them outside the camp of Israel. They burned the city with fire and all that was in it. Only they put the silver, the gold, and the vessels of bronze and of iron into the treasury of Yahweh's house. But Rahab the prostitute, her father's household, and all that she had, Joshua saved alive. She lives in the middle of Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Joshua commanded them with an oath, at that time, saying, Cursed is the man before Yahweh who rises up and builds this city Jericho. With the loss of his firstborn, he will lay its foundation. And with the loss of his youngest son, he will set up its gates. So Yahweh was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land. Joshua chapter 7. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in devoted things. For Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took some of the devoted things. Therefore, Yahweh's anger burned against the children of Israel. Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside beth to the east side of Bethel, and spoke to them, saying, Go up and spy out the land. The men went up and spied out Ai. They returned to Joshua and said to him, Don't let all the people go up, but 
Let about two or 3,000 men go up and strike Ai. Don't make all the people to toil there, for they are only a few of them. So about 3,000 men of the people went up there, and they fled before the men of Ai. The men of Ai struck about 36 men of them. They chased them from before the gate, even to Shabaram, and struck them at the descent. The hearts of the people melted and became like water. Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before Yahweh's ark until the evening, he and the elders of Israel, and they put dust on their heads. Joshua said, Alas, Lord Yahweh, why have you brought this people over the Jordan at all, to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites, to cause us to perish? I wish that we had been content and lived beyond the Jordan. O Lord, what shall I say after Israel has turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear of it and will surround us and cut off your name from the earth. What will you do for your great name? Yahweh said to Joshua, Get up. Why have you fallen on your face like that? Israel has sinned. Yes, they have even transgressed my covenant which I commanded them. Yes, they have even taken some of the devoted things and have stolen and also deceived. They have even put it among their own stuff. Therefore, The children of Israel can't stand before their enemies. They turn their backs before their enemies because they have become devoted for destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy the devoted things from among you. Get up, sanctify the people and say, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow, for Yahweh, the God of Israel, says, There is a devoted thing among you, Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the devoted thing from among you. In the morning, therefore... You shall be brought near by your tribes. It shall be that the tribe which Yahweh selects shall come near by families. The family which Yahweh selects shall come near by households. The household which Yahweh selects shall come near by man. It shall be that he who is taken with the devoted thing shall be burned with fire. He and all that he has, because he has transgressed Yahweh's covenant, and because he has done a disgraceful thing in Israel. So, Joshua rose up early in the morning and brought Israel near by the tribes. The tribe of Judah was selected. He brought near the family of Judah, and he selected the family of the Zerahites. He brought near the family of the Zerahites man by man, and Zabdi was selected. He brought near his household man by man, and Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah, was selected. Joshua said to Achan, my son, Please give glory to Yahweh, the God of Israel, and make confession to him. Tell me now what you have done. Don't hide it from me. Achan answered Joshua and said, I have truly sinned against Yahweh, the God of Israel, and this is what I have done. When I saw among the plunder a beautiful Babylonian robe, 200 shekels of silver, and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels, then I coveted them and took them. Behold, They are hidden in the ground in the middle of my tent with the silver under it. So Joshua sent messengers and they ran to the tent. Behold, it was hidden in his tent with the silver under it. They took them from the middle of the tent and brought them to Joshua and to all the children of Israel. They laid them down before Yahweh. Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, the gold, the silver, the robe, his sons, his daughters, his cattle, his donkeys, his sheep, his tent, and all that he had, and they brought them up to the valley of Acre. Joshua said, Why have you troubled us? Yahweh will trouble you today. 
All Israel stoned him with stones, and they burned them with fire and stoned them with stones. They raised over him a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Yahweh turned from the fierceness of his anger. Therefore, the name of that place was called the Valley of Acre to this day. Joshua chapter 8. Yahweh said to Joshua, Don't be afraid and don't be dismayed. Take up all the warriors with you and arise. Go up to Ai. Behold, I have given into your hand the king of Ai with his people, his city, and his land. You shall do to Ai and her king as you did to Jericho and her king, except you shall take its goods and its livestock for yourselves. Set an ambush for the city behind it. So Joshua arose with all the warriors to go up to Ai. Joshua chose 30,000 men, the mighty men of valor, and sent them out by night. He commanded them, saying, Behold, you shall lie in ambush against the city, behind the city. Don't go very far from the city, but all of you be ready. I and all the people who are with me will approach the city. It shall happen when they come out against us, as at the first, that we will flee before them. They will come out after us until we have drawn them away from the city, for they will say, They flee before us like the first time. So we will flee up before them, and you shall rise from the ambush and take possession of the city, for Yahweh your God will deliver it into your hand. It shall be, when you have seized the city, that you shall set the city on fire. You shall do this according to Yahweh's word. Behold, I have commanded you. Joshua sent them out, and they went up to set the ambush, and stayed behind Bethel and Ai on the west side of Ai. But Joshua stayed among the people that night. Joshua rose up early in the morning, mustered the people, and went up, he and the elders of Israel before the people to Ai. All the people, even the men of war who were with him, went up and came near, and came before the city and encamped on the north side of Ai. Now there was a valley between him and Ai. He took about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai on the west side of the city. So they set the people, even all the army, who was on the north of the city, and their ambush on the west side of the city. And Joshua went that night into the middle of the valley. When the king of Ai saw it, they hurried and rose up early, and the men of the city went out against Israel to battle, he and all his people, at the time appointed, before the Arabah. But he didn't know that there was an ambush against him behind the city. Joshua and all Israel made as if they were beaten before them and fled by the way of the wilderness. All the people who were in the city were called together to pursue after them. They pursued Joshua and were drawn away from the city. There was not a man left in Ai or Bethel who didn't go after Israel. They left the city open and pursued Israel. Yahweh said to Joshua, Stretch out the javelin that is in your hand toward Ai, for I will give it into your hand. Joshua stretched out the javelin that was in his hand toward the city. The ambush arose quickly out of their place, and they ran as soon as he had stretched out his hand and entered into the city and took it. They hurried and set the city on fire. When the men of Ai looked behind them, they saw, and behold, the smoke of the city ascended to heaven, and they had no power to flee this way or that way. The people who fled to the wilderness turned back on the pursuers. When Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city, and that the smoke of the city ascended, then they turned back and killed the men of Ai. The others came out of the city against them, so they were in the middle of Israel, some on this side and some on that side. They struck them, so that they let none of them remain or escape. They captured the king of Ai alive and brought him to Joshua. When Israel had finished killing all the inhabitants of Ai in the field, in the wilderness in which they had pursued them, 
and they had all fallen by the edge of the sword until they were consumed, all Israel returned to Ai and struck it with the edge of the sword. All that fell that day, both of men and women, were 12,000, even all the people of Ai. For Joshua didn't draw back his hand, with which he stretched out the javelin, until he had utterly destroyed all the inhabitants of Ai. Israel took for themselves only the livestock and the goods of that city, according to Yahweh's word which he had commanded Joshua. So Joshua burned Ai and made it a heap forever, even a desolation to this day. He hanged the king of Ai on a tree until the evening. At sundown, Joshua commanded, and they took his body down from the tree and threw it at the entrance of the gate of the city, and raised a great heap of stones on it that remains to this day. Then Joshua built an altar to Yahweh, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal, as Moses, the servant of Yahweh, commanded the children of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones, on which no one had lifted up any iron. They offered burnt offerings on it to Yahweh and sacrificed peace offerings. He wrote there on the stones a copy of Moses' law, which he wrote in the presence of the children of Israel. All Israel, with their elders, officers, and judges, stood on both sides of the ark before the Levitical priest, who carried the ark of Yahweh's covenant, the foreigner as well as the native, half of them in front of Mount Gerizim, and half of them in front of Mount Ebal, as Moses, the servant of Yahweh, commanded at the first, that they should bless the people of Israel. Afterward, he read all the words of the law, the blessing and the curse, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded which Joshua didn't read before all the assembly of Israel, with the women, the little ones, and the foreigners who were among them. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.